Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You are listening to an All Games Radio Network broadcast of AllGames.com. The following is a production featured on GeekyAntics.net. The views and opinions expressed on this show do not reflect those of Geeky Antics Network, nor are they representative of its partners, affiliates, sponsors, or independent contributors. For a full listing of our syndicated and exclusive shows, as well as their descriptions, ratings, and related links, please visit geekyantics.net slash schedule. All music is an original production of the Geeky Antics Network or provided royalty-free courtesy of TechnoApps.com. That's Techno with a K. Viewer and listener discretion is advised, but most of all, enjoy the show! What's up, geeks, gamers, ninjas, robots, and whoever else listens to this show? Which, you know, if you're not one of those four, then you're the whoever else. This is Horseplay Live. Today is Thursday, December 17th, 2015. It's episode 105, guys. We just went over our two-year mark officially for shows-wise. We've been going long in two years. Titled, The Old, The Bold, The New, The Poo. <laughs> Yogi, Yogi does all this stuff. Before we get into oh, all the fun, yeah. with with uh, all the uh, with all the uh, wacky fun ahead, I guess today it's the end of the year show, so we're like kind of doing some really crazy shit. Everybody knows this guy; he's behind the the guy behind the scenes, geekantics.net, the one, the only Yogi Zilla. What's up, big guy? Yo, hey, yo, hey, hey. Ooh. And as you guys know, every every week, um, I gotta I gotta fight with chat. Um, again and again and again and again because, you know, it just does not like me. Um, but we're gonna get it. The, so the, the bear with me. Tech issues at the end of the year. Dude, it's, it's not tech issue. It's like it happens all the damn time. Like it's, I don't, I don't understand. You know, I like, I just, I just don't. Funky monkey, man. Funky monkey I, stuff. It is, dude. It's like, it's, it's like wonky, man. Dude, nah. Uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on with the gang, our community. We've uh, been having lots of great discussions. Uh, 
one of the things, you know, we got to talk about it because Star Wars, uh, people are watching The Force Awakens right now. And, you know, don't worry, we're not going to spoil it for anyone. But everybody's like, wow, why are you doing a show tonight? Why aren't you at the movie? It's like, you must not know me very well. I am not an opening weekend kind of guy. I'm not the guy that's going to camp out or buy scalp tickets and all that stuff. It isn't that serious to me. I value my time and sanity a lot more than watching a movie. You know, and it's just... Then you pay money, you know, you take if you have family, you gotta pay for each person, you know. Yeah. It gets expensive. Alright, that's not so bad. But then you're paying to have to have a crappy experience. It's not worth it because now, you know, I was trying to explain to people earlier, especially in the all games chat. I'm like, I don't consider it fun to have the hecklers, but that's part of the experience, you know, when people clap and they and they cry and they laugh at the parts that you laugh at. Like, yeah, that's the exception. What ends up happening is people are talking or reacting to parts that have nothing to do with anything. Like, um, someone is walking down the street and they're like, oh! Like, he's, the guy's walking down the street! Shut up! Let me get lost in well, the film! I like, I like, I, like, I, I really hate the, the people that'll sit there and they'll sit there right in the middle of the theater. And it happens to be right in front or right behind you. And then they'll see somebody like, you know, Star Wars, and I'm just going to use this. So somebody comes around a corner, they get blasted in the shoulder, and they're like, oh! I'm like, dude, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, that... seriously. I'm I'm actually going to be waiting for two weeks to go see it. Um, I talked to my chiropractor this week, and he, he actually has Tuesdays off. So we're, we're actually going to go see it Tuesday afternoon. Not this coming week, but next week. It'll, it'll be out for two weeks. It well, it's it's going to be out. It's, it's out tonight, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it'll be out for almost two weeks after when I go see it. I'm not. I can't. I can't do the whole, the whole theater packed. There's everybody around me. I start getting antsy, and I'm yeah. like, okay, screw this. And no. I don't have fun because I'm always turning around because there's always somebody making this minute noise that nobody else gives a fuck about, but it drives me crazy. Yeah, yeah. I don't do well with That's big crowds. That's what my gears. Yeah, <laughs> that the, a little early. The older I get, the less I can deal with, with big crowds because, you know, I have less patience for, for inconsiderate, you know, dumb people, like messing with their phone and fidgeting, kicking your chair, your seat, you know, oh, getting up constantly, or they have an afro and it's blocking your view. <laughs> like, no. That's not to me. Like, some, like people are saying, man, you're looking at it wrong. Like, you, the whole experience is to enjoy it with others. Like, but it's not a, a, social, a fun and social experience. If I want to do that, I'll wait for it to come on video, invite some friends over, and rewatch or watch the film for the first time with people that I actually like. Right. Well, in, in, with me, it's actually like I can deal with people you know, getting up to go to the restroom because I understand that. Yeah. I have to get up at least twice. I'm sorry. I have a tiny bladder. Yeah. Just me. Um, but I sit at the end of a row for a reason. Yeah. So I don't have to walk over people. I don't mind people getting up and doing that uh, as long as they're, like, quiet about it and they're decent about it. Like, if they, they stumble and fall or something, I'll be the first one to be like, hey, dude, are you okay? You know, and, you know, just to make sure if he's okay. If somebody's going to say something to me about it, I'm making sure somebody's actually okay. Fuck off. And I've said it before in a theater. I've said it. And then instead of going, hey, you shut up too, I got fucking loud. And everybody turned. My wife went, I don't know him. <laughs> she actually got up and moved. Uh, but it's just, you know, it, I mean, you got to be a little bit respectful. 
Yeah. God damn it. I'll tell you something, too, but we'll save this for Obi on the Pody. There's something that grinds my gears with theaters, but we'll get to that soon. But Cam is in the chat already. He's just like saying, mm-hmm. you know, fuck that. Use the bathroom beforehand. But he said, but good for you for sitting in the back. He does the same. You know, and, and, and I'm not going to. We, we kind of talked about this last week, too. But it's just. To me, like, I. I, I my home is my castle. <laughs> I hoard seats, dude. I don't want anybody sitting right next to me. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I will get there early just so I can get my pick. And if somebody decides they want to sit next to me. I'll ask him, can you move to a different place? Yeah. Like, literally, I will, like, the whole theater's there, and they want to sit right next to me. Really, dude? I mean, to I'll be honest. I'll get up and move so I don't have to be a dickhead to you. To be honest, if you stumble into the theater late, then you're, they're not the dick for hoarding the seat. It's, it's you, because you were late, you know? That's not, that's your, if you're late, let, let's, let's say this, dude, because right, we're getting into, uh, yeah. But, um, what have you been up to, man? I mean, you've been busy as shit. Yeah, the, I'm doing some u- updates to the website still, and new mm-hmm. podcast hosting and feeds, and wrapping up projects for the end of the year, you know, uh, but, you know, Gems of War has been hooking me deeper and deeper. What? They just <laughs> did a new update. They did a new update to the game. Mm-hmm. Completely changed everything. They said they updated the mobile game the, 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 on the iOS, on Android. On Steam, now the interface placed me. The interface is different. Listen, you know, I, I I'm rewarding ranks according to the 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 effort put forth. And your wife is putting the most effort forth, so she or gets a higher. Kick me out and give somebody else a spot. Oh my goodness! Stop it. We have lots of spots. No, tonight. I I was gonna talk to you about that anyway. If somebody oh. else needs a spot, like if we're full, we got like, enough. Seriously, like, kick me out and. No, I'm serious. We got enough spots, and, and, and there's a couple of randoms that came in that I'll, I'll kick them first before I kick anyone from, from our community. The randoms that aren't, like, uh, doing any work at all, not even, like, haven't logged in for more than a week. Yeah, that's why I'm talking about I you. I mean, I... Talk about you, Glider, and, and, and uh, uh... I was going to say, I, I log on every couple of days, but I just... It's just not one of those games that I can put a bunch of time into. Like, my wife... Like, you've seen it. Fifi, she's doubled, she's tripled almost everybody else's trophies. Okay? Um, yeah. She has more trophies. I'm not, I'm not, I am. I'm boasting a motherfucker out of her. I hope she's watching right now. She has more trophies than damn near everybody else combined. Yeah. So, it matter, you know what you need to do? You need to promote her to your spot. And you, yeah, because you haven't been contributing enough. Because I'm playing on Xbox One, too. If you look at my screenshots, I have over <laughs> I, 200 I trophies. Shit. For this but week. what I'm saying, what I'm what I'm getting at is when, when she plays a game, like now she doesn't play anything else. Yeah. When she wants to get on and play on her iPad, she plays Gems of War. Period. She doesn't play nothing else. Yeah. That's why she has, and all she does is Arena. Yeah, Arena's like, got it harder. Fuck the shit out of Arena, dude. Like, well, no, she's and dude, I got a troop. I am not sharing it with anybody. Fuck you guys. <laughs> you guys can find it on your own. She found me a troop that I can damn near kill anybody. Yeah, yeah, I got a legendary. I got a legendary. All I have to do is just keep leveling up my leveling up my guys. I got a legendary, a big, big fat motherfucker that he does some crazy shit. He'll, <laughs> he he can actually he can actually res people from the dead. Yeah, yeah, the summoner. I'm like, oh. No, uh, now what they did with the game is that you have, because on the Xbox One, they have uh, 
They have a really good system. Uh, they have challenges, like daily quests mm-hmm. you can do, but they're not dailies. They, the challenges keep coming in. You keep getting more gold and gems and glory points and all stuff. But on, uh, on, on the other platforms, they don't have that. So now they added a thing where you get uh, VIP rewards, depending on how dedicated you are to the game. They give you more rewards on top of what you get from your daily. They increase the tribute rates so you can get more random tributes from your kingdom, and that gives you extra loot. Um, and then... They also added a thing where if the more mm-hmm. keys you use at a shot, the higher chance you have for ultra rares and legendaries. And then on top of that, now they added a whole new layer. All the troops have additional traits. Mm-hmm. Like some have the leader trait. So if you put them in the first slot, they get additional uh, buffs. Some have poison attack. Some have a thing where if you team them up with other characters with certain colors, they get certain buffs. And it, uh, they, they've they've upped the ante. Like they made the game even more deep, more complex. I, you, you can play this game on Android, iOS. You can play it on every every. You know, yeah. you, can you even play it on from the Apple? Does is the Apple Store got it? Yeah, the, you know? uh, on on tablet, not on iOS. Oh, actually, on on, mo- on phone or tablet. Yeah, all iOS. So and so, it's all so, crossplay, all crossplay. So it's awesome. So like you guys can, and I have to actually figure out how to do this because then if I can do this while I'm with my wife in the morning, we both like when we're like seriously, she comes home, we spend time together on Mondays. You know, just a day that she gets to take a break and come home. And you know what we did this Monday? She sat over there, I sat right here, and we both played Gems of War for, like, four hours. <laughs> it's fun, man. It's, it's... But, like, I need to talk to you and actually figure out how to save it here, and then, you know, get it on my on, on my on, on my Kindle, and actually play it on that. Because, like, when I'm with my wife at where she's at right now in the mornings, I sit there, I lay on the couch for three hours while my son's at school, and then I go pick him up. Yeah, so what it's it's a little bit complicated, but then it makes sense. You what you do is you uh, register your device, and then mm-hmm. that creates a code that makes it your main device. And then on the device you wanted to use the original account, you say link this device, and then you copy the code, the password that it generates for you on the main device into the other device, and you can link. So you can use one account across all. Yeah, it, there's a fact, I'm, I'm, dude. They like have I a, said, they have an explanation like I said, on the website. I didn't, I didn't say now. Like after the show, some like when we're actually, when we actually, you know, because we never, you know, our once a week meeting. Um, <laughs> Stop it. We talked um, earlier in the week. But like when when we when we talk like off show, like I need to figure out how to do it because I because like I play like event. The only thing that I play on my phone now is I play Madden football and I play Adventure Capitalist. <laughs> that's it and i and i know you can link those too and i still don't i i'm playing on two i'm playing two, two different accounts one on my computer one on my phone oh damn so you can keep like, both of them if you like if you like both of them accounts yeah but if if you link it you're gonna lose one of them you gotta choose which one you prefer to keep so well i'd rather keep the one on my computer because you know it's on my computer I want with the ones that are on my computer. I just want to link them to my mobiles or my, you know, my my cell phone or um, my Kindle or just whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? Let me get. Uh, usually, we wait a little while before we bring people in, but I'm gonna bring Cam in because he's been hank. He's like jumping in. He's he's hype about the game too. What Cam Dizzle? Ah, oh, he doesn't make up. He was ready for that. <laughs> What's up, Cam? Hey, there we go. 
But see, I, I just see. got kicked. I just got booted. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, there we go. So yeah, you, you're, you're hooked on that Gems of War too, huh? Hey, I'm getting kicked again. Oh. All right, well, I'm still recording, Obi. Don't worry about it. We'll keep running. Yeah, can you talk right now, Cam? All right, I think Good he's talk. I think Good he's talk. distracted. But uh, you know, another another thing outside of Gems of War, I I could talk forever about the game. But uh, I tell you what, the Xbox One version is more streamlined and a lot more balanced, and because of it, it's more competitive. The other versions are hardcore. Like the when you run into players that clearly invest a lot of time and or money into it, it's it's scary. It's scary. But mm-hmm. uh, another another thing that I that that's been uh, getting me talking, uh, you know, I, I ran into someone, uh, old buddy in the all games chat, and he was talking about how he's disappointed that the PS4 and the Xbox One are underpowered compared to the PC this generation, and I'm like, well, gaming consoles have been behind the PC for a long time, at least since the 90s, I would say. The only the only reason, and the consoles, and we've talked about this several times, the only reason that the consoles are underpowered compared to PCs is consoles come pre-made. Exactly. You can't upgrade them. You can't, like, you could put a bigger hard drive in one or something like that, but that's it. I could sit there and open my case right there. I can put a bigger video card. I can put a better motherboard. I could get more sticks of RAM. I can get a bigger processor. I can get everything and upgrade everything. You can't do that on a console. Well, and that's just that's that. why they're underpowered. And that's just that. Like when the three six when the when the the PS4 and the Xbox One launched, they launched with a five hundred gigabyte hard drive. Why? That wasn't even like a big deal in like two thousand. 10, 2009, I would say we were already standardized at one terabyte or more. Right? I, right. And I do want to say real quick, to whoever's doing this, Are I you mean... Are No, because I'm not getting totally kicked. But it only happens on Horseplay Live when I'm, I have Skype open. Dude, guys, just chill. I mean, I have logs running... I mean, I'm, I tell you guys this shit every fucking week. I have logs running, so I know who's interrupting my service. I can pinpoint you to your IP address in your state. Please. And I will prosecute you. I will put your ass in jail and not blink a fucking eye about it. Please stop. I'm asking you. But anyway, that's, I mean, consoles are going to be underrated regardless. Always. Unless they make a console that is actually you know, upgradable to where you can put a faster processor in a, you know, it's eventually going to happen. And that's the thing, then it's no longer a console. Because a console, by definition, is a system engineered to for yeah, uniformity. ready play. And, and right out-of-the-box experience. And they might make it modular to a degree, which they really mm-hmm. should do. But that's the thing, like, when I get a gaming console, I don't think, oh man, I want the best technology out there. No. What I think is I want an experience that's really good out of the box, really convenient. Like, I don't, I, I never got on the console and said, man, this is, like, the best ever graphics, the most powerful. No. I do it as, like, it's, it's more accessible because mm-hmm. your initial entry point for console gaming is cheaper. But your total cost of ownership, I don't care what anyone says, I've done the math, the total cost of ownership of a console is on par with PC, if not higher. Unless you're one right. of those crackheads that, like, you're like, I got to have four video cards and a freaky G-Sync monitor, and I got to spend at least $3,500 on mm-hmm. my computer. But those are, like, the assholes that, like, you know, they get into penis comparisons, and, you know, that's... What about those uh, those Alienware 
uh, they look like consoles. They're basically PCs that look like a console box. Mm-hmm. Oh, the the Steam machines. Yeah. Yeah, the, the what is it, the Alienware Alpha? You know, I, I still feel like there's a lot of potential with Steam Machine creating... A a a nice a really high like a high end PC gaming PC that's subsidized through the software sales because they they lose money on selling those consoles right but they make the money from the accessories and the software attachment that's what they, they cut deals with developers and whatnot that's what that's what they do there's potential there but they've messed up the launch of Steam OS and Steam Machine every step of the way it's not. It's not what it should be. It, it, what it should do is it bring PC gaming to a wider audience and make it less elitist, less uh, in, um, less discouraging, you know? Because it's scary, because when you run into the people that are hardcore PC master race, they totally turn off people that are interested <laughs> in it. Yeah, because, yeah, it's true, though. They turn people off to it because they're like, like well, yeah, you can spend $1,200 and get a decent computer, but you really want to spend about ten billion dollars and have it, you know, come with a teleporter and a ball massager. If you don't get that, you're half-assing it. And that's the kind of bullshit I hear, like on, on VGO. Like I, I love, I love the folks over there, John, you know, Matt, and uh, Michelle. But like Michelle's like such a, a snob when it comes to technology. She's like, well, if you're gonna has it, half-ass it, then don't bother at all. Like she's saying mm-hmm. shit like that. She's giving me bad advice, and I'm like, don't tell people that. That's, that's what gives PC gaming a bad, a, a bad rep, you know, like. It doesn't need, you don't need to go broke. You just got to do something that does what you need it to do. And then think about the long game. You, you, you know, make it so that what you invest in now, you can upgrade later. And you extend the life cycle of your PC. Because I don't care what people say. PCs still have a longer life cycle than consoles. Mm-hmm. The 360 PS3 generation was a one-off. Because we're going to see like 10 plus years there. But that's usually well, there was, the case. There's 10 years with... Uh... Like the PS2, they just made their last game back in what 2013 or the end of 2012. You're right. Yeah. And and <clears throat> they're made. They're actually made to last. You know, up to ten years before they stop making games for that. Because by the you know it was by the fifth year they already got the next console out, the next gen out. Yeah. But you know, and, uh, if a console that goes bad on you, you got to replace the whole thing. There's no like getting it repaired really. Usually. Pretty much. You know. So that's another difference. Let's say you I think have... they'll be, I think they'll be around for a while <clears throat> because uh, that experience of like playing with people physically, mm-hmm. like you know, like I'm sitting there playing with my kids. Uh, I don't think it'll come to the point where we have like a modular handset where <laughs> nobody's even physically same room together playing a video game. I mean, there's oh, you cut out, buddy. No, I said there's really no fun in that when you know if if say if the console does go. I mean, what's the fun in that? You know, you're not going to be able to sit there and um, play. You know, who are you going to play with? You know, like in your living room, you know, fighting with your brothers and sisters. I mean, that's the cool stuff about playing video games on consoles. Well, again, it's the out-of-box experience. You can still do it on PC. Yeah. But nothing's stopping people from bringing their PC into the living room, hooking it up to the, to the TV with the HDMI cord, and, like, setting up some wireless controllers or some controllers with long cords. It's, it's very doable. Because if it's not people doing that, it's just, you know, to do it, you know, you got to know what you're doing, and it might be a lot of wires. It's, it's a hassle. You know, that's what the console's convenient. It's usually one little box, everything you need, a couple of cables, boom, done, you know? So it, it's not that you, you can't bring that living room experience with the PC, but it's easier with console. That's, that's a, again, 
when I think about a gaming console, I think about convenience, you know, and where my friends are at, you know, and not having to deal with the hassle. Because the PC gaming, to a degree, can't be a hassle. There is some maintenance involved. No matter how good, how turnkey you make it, there's always going to be some hiccups you got to deal with. But yeah, I'd be interested. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, you know, with that, the flip side of that is you could customize it and you could always tweak the settings so you could get it to run better or run something that it shouldn't be able to run. Whereas a console, it's like once the software developers say, well, we're not supporting the system anymore, you're at their mercy. You know, with a PC, you could always do something to, like, finagle it, you know. Yeah, interesting to see what they do in the next console <clears throat> gen wars because, uh, you know, they, they try to get away with, you know, just all downloadable content. <sighs> and uh, see what they do the next console generation. Maybe that could be the end of it, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, I don't think that, you know, consoles are always going to be around because you can never underestimate the laziness of people. <laughs> It might outlast us humans, you know. Shit. <laughs> yeah, like I think we'll we'll be dead, and there'll still be more consoles coming out. Everybody but, be wired in. <laughs> oh yeah, you talking about uh, uploading your your consciousness? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some lawnmower man shit. <laughs> <laughs> Obi's over there shaking his head. You having some tough times there, Obi? You need a hug. This, this shit only happens when I'm when I'm when I'm doing horseplay live. Did you change the settings that I told you to change Skype? That makes it so people can't can't probe you. I know I shared this before on, on our show. This is this is this is the horseplay live Skype. Right, but there's a there's a certain thing you, you, you change in Skype. The settings you change in Skype that make it so people can't uh, probe you to get your IP address. You know, it's it's basically basically, folks. This is what you do with Skype. Make it so that. Um, you don't. Um, people cannot directly connect with you if they're not already your friends, and hide yourself in the directory. So you you only invite people you want to be you want to find you, and that's usually how. It's not a foolproof thing because the script kitty will always find a, a program to come go around it. Like they're elite hacksaws, or they think they are, and they got nothing better. Than <laughs> <this again. laughs> but anyway, the. You know, I, 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 uh, going back to like the the evolution of gaming and, and microcomputing, I think about things like uh, the Commodore sixty four. The Commodore sixty four at this time, at the time, was the highest setting, and I think it still is the highest setting selling computer ever. But it wasn't the most powerful. You know, there were other more powerful computers out there. Uh, like I think the ZX Spectrum was more powerful. Like it had the high end models had one hundred twenty eight K. Kilobytes, not megabytes, not gigabytes of RAM. <laughs> Commodore 64 has 64K, you know. And then they had the, the Commodore 128 that had 128. But anyway, it's just, it, it's amazing how far computers have come. But, you know, I feel like computers have always been there to pave the way. Like, console systems are still, like, it's still, like, online gaming is still kind of a fresh thing for console gamers. And it's actually caught up to the uh, how PC handles graphics and all that stuff. Or uh, oh, specifications, yeah. you know. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, the consoles. I mean, honestly, the consoles have become more like computers now. Like they're less dedicated gaming systems and they're more multimedia computers, right? So there's almost no line there anymore. But you're still trading off some some stuff, you know. Yeah, I just, just said I, I I just got tired of dealing with the the uh, I had a 
PC. I mean, hell, my cell phone's more powerful than the last PC I had, which was like five years ago. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, I was playing games like Painkiller Jane and uh, oh, wow, you know yeah. Doom Three and those those games when they came out like in the late thousands. Uh, you know, and and eventually I just said, well, the consoles. You know, the I got a 360, and I'm like, huh, kind of close, but you know. Not as good, but close enough. So, and you know, got hooked on multiplaying on uh, consoles. You know, so it really sucked on the PS2, though. I mean, it was that was really. I mean, it was pretty cool, but it was still bad times. Yeah, yeah. It, it's really last generations when consoles really started really getting the whole online ecosystem and that culture, and also experimenting with different types of games. Because for a long time, on gaming consoles, mainly like shooters and RPGs. That's about all you'd get. You know, maybe an action-adventure type game, platformer or something. You know, now there's a little more variety, which is cool. There's actually a... I think I forgot what website it's called, but there's actually a Dreamcast website that you can go out and actually... Uh, I don't know, I think you can still set up um, online play Dreamcast. I have to go oh. and research that. I forgot yeah, what it's yeah, called. Yeah, it's like those... Um, they have a lot of those sites... Uh, it's like Xbox Connect used to be like that, where yeah, they like uh, it's a it's a tunneling software slash kind of proxy that will will redirect traffic and kind of create its own little online system so you can find other players like kind of like GameSpy Arcade used to be. Remember that? But yeah, that, yeah, that's cool. Like people are still making stuff for the Commodore sixty four. You're talking about you know early eighties computer. This is developing for it. Oh, oh there's there's hardware for it. Like what? There's people making this uh, video game store down the street from me called uh, Newcastle Video Games. I don't know where they get these games from, but it's like uh, uh, Super Nintendo games. Like they still make games, or they like redo NES games into you know 16-bit games or something like that. And you no, know, what they do is they uh, that's what it is. Imported Japan imports. They, I don't know. It's weird. I'll find out more about it. But yeah, they still make games for. Well, actually, still make games for the uh, Nintendo and Genesis, and really expensive though. Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of homebrew stuff. Yeah, there. definitely a lot of homebrewing going on. <laughs> People are dedicated, man. But Obi, what, what we got tonight on the show? Tonight on the show, guys, we're gonna talk about all things that we're looking forward to in 2016. Um, we'll get a little retro too, talking about some gaming classics and some games released not too long ago as well, uh, and what we hope to, what it hope, what we hope it means for the future of video games. And we're gonna get, we're gonna kinda get in a little, <laughs> a little deep tonight. But if you guys are new to the show, welcome to our silly party. Woo! We play live as we geeks come to play, and you know, Yogi gets in trouble. We're the flagship talk radio show for Geeky Antics in collaboration with AllGames.com. Our show covers the covers the all aspects of geek culture, geek culture, with a special focus on Indian strategy games, technologies. God, we rant like we've already done a few rants already, and we're not even a half hour into the show. Well, some issues that geeks face, and of course, the community events we try to be a part of or try to put on ourselves. Uh, sometimes we even talk about retro and tabletop gaming and food, just because food's food. <laughs> Yogi, it's that time to ask a question again. 
What was your favorite dish this week? Favorite dish this week? Uh, we had some rotisserie. We made some uh, some chicken rotisserie. We put some nice uh, seasoning on there. Fresh ground pe- uh, garlic and peppercorn and stuff. It's tasty. Mm. Simple and sweet. I, I I actually had KFC this week. Oh, damn. And, um, <laughs> it was good. So I'm going to go with KFC. Yo, was one-upping me. Damn you. Sorry, bro. Sorry, man. Uh, my wife, she made, she made some chop suey. Eating on that for two days. Disgusting. Let <laughs> me disgusting. tell everybody a little bit more about the show, man. <laughs> We're a late night show. We're live in the cut. Crazy things may happen. They will happen. We may say something offensive. We may uh, be a little off color. We're just having fun, so keep an open mind and have fun with us. After all, this is horseplay. Shenanigans are abound. You guys heard what Normie said at the beginning of the show. Um, we might say something... I forgot what it says. Inappropriate? Inappropriate. I, we're probably gonna be, we're probably gonna say something inappropriate more times than not, than not when something comes out of my mouth it's inappropriate. But um, it, it guys, in. if we do, we're no, we don't mean nothing by it. But really, get over it. It's just, yeah. If you get offended by inappropriate things, exit really, the yeah. Just 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 or stay. Just, you know. uh, just don't forget, listen. guys, geeks. Don't forget, everybody, Horseplay Live is Thursdays, 11 p.m. Eastern Time, 8 p.m. Pacific on uh, Twitch channels Geeky Antics, which is right here, and Yogizilla. Um, the Horseplay Live replay is also available uh, earlier in the day on Thursday at around 5 p.m. Eastern Time on allgames.com. So you guys can check that out. Um, and, you know, give it a give it a 5-10 minute listen. You don't even have to listen. Let it run in the background for us. It really, really helps us. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> it really helps. <laughs> we're gonna get right into it, uh, just because, just to keep things flowing. Um, but uh, we're gonna get into uh, some news, and um, we're gonna let Yogi just go with it because I don't feel like doing nothing. I don't really feel like saying the obligatory news and rants. Ding! I see that you you let me, you had me put my guard down so I wouldn't be ready, but I was ready for you, bitch. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm gonna come down to George and show you my bitch, bitch. He's gonna slap you. are trolling me today, man. I'm, I'm, I am. I'm doing. I'm, I'm. I'm almost getting you. Well, we got news today, buddy. We gotta go through real quick. Cause we got a lot of topics to cover tonight. We're actually gonna make it through tonight. So we're gonna machine gun it. Try not to go off on tangents. New updates to the Twitch Xbox One app. It's a big deal because for a long time we were saying, why the hell can we not see? The hosted channels in the directory. Well, you can see them on the website, but on mobile apps you can't. Well, guess what? On the Xbox One app, if a channel is hosting someone else, that channel will show up on the feed. Thank God, Twitch, you got your head out of your ass. I'm sorry. Come on now. That should have been like a priority right off the bat. Because hosting had no value. So now the, the Twitch roulette, as, as I like to say, which drives uh, OV crazy. Roulette. The Twitch roulette is not as big of a priority now in our development cycle, but I still think it needs to be a thing. But I'm glad that they're covering it on their end. What happened, OV? Well, the one thing that has been going on for a while, that if you do follow somebody and they're hosting somebody, it shows up. Live yeah. hosting. Um, to where, like, I follow Tim the Tatman and I follow, you know, Josh OG. You know, for Counter Strike and whatnot, and if they're hosting somebody, it automatically shows up when I look on my favorites. Yeah, but it has to do it. It wasn't doing it on the app, was it? It was doing it on the on the website. Yeah, it was doing it on my phone too. 
Okay, because on, on the phone it, it wasn't it working took for a while. while to come up. Like yeah. on my phone, if I'm not hooked into direct Wi-Fi somewhere, like it'll take a while for the list, the 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 thing to even like there'll be nobody streaming on my phone. Yeah. So yeah, and they're, they're going in the right direction, and they also added a bunch of other stuff. But I, that's like the biggest thing that stood out for me. Um, so they did they go in the right direction? Good job. Thank you for listening to the community. It's long overdue. That's, a, that's something that's going to help. Cause you know, it's, it's the, the rich getting richer and the poor getting poorer. And now this kind of levels the playing field a little better. It, it adds more value to having stream teams. And uh, if that's a big deal. You know, and I might as well mention it right now at the top of our hour here. The, you know, the West Radio Show, uh, they're, they're switching things up, you know, to kind of accommodate the fact that Twitch doesn't really make it easy for people to have uh, shared channels. Uh, but now they're going to use the West Radio Show channel to host each of the individual streamers. Um, and they just hit uh, their one-year anniversary, too. So make sure you can check them out. Uh, they got some big changes. Make sure you listen to the latest podcast episode of West Radio Show. They're on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, all that good stuff. Actually, I think TuneIn Radio hasn't accepted them yet. I don't know what's going on there. So let's tell you these, these uh, podcasts. Nobody else has hit their two-year anniversary. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Antics. I know, I know. We, we, I know. We, right. Last week. Congratulations. Yeah, a... We didn't say nothing about it last week either. Like, nothing. Like, we were up, I think it was uh, um, on Tuesday of last week, before Horseplay Live. Like, we didn't say nothing. Like, I was expecting Yogi's going to put out a tweet like, hey, we finally hit our two-year well, mark on geekyantics.net and, and all this. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I didn't see anything all day long. I'm like, damn. It's because uh, he either must not really think about it right now, or it's like it's, it's not like one of his milestones. No, no, or... it's on the calendar. I have a different anniversary date. I set up a different date. It's like in the summer for us to celebrate. Because remember when we did this? We started a soft launch, and then we did a hard launch close to like the sum, late su- spring, late, uh, early summer. So we're gonna oh, have a big a thing. Years. We're gonna have a big thing officially c- celebrate the anniversary then. So we're it's we're at we're at we're at two and a half years then. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I remember we we soft launched in July. Yeah. So Yeah. And I'm on my third show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got a lot more to come. Anyway, uh Hideo Kojima finally left Konami and everybody was the the, the news about this, everybody was like shocked, like, Oh, he left Konami. He started his own studios. He called it Kojima oh, Productions. And, and and he's got a beard. Like I'm like, is is anyone surprised by this? I mean, good for him. He needs it's to get not away a from shocker, them. Tell you the truth. Yeah, it's you know, it, it's worth mentioning. So there you go. Uh, Elite Dangerous Horizons. This is a game BFT was saying was going to come out, but it actually is not a new game. Actually, it's an expansion. Straight from Steam, Elite Dangerous Horizons is a new season of major expansions for the incredible, connected, player-driven Elite Dangerous Galaxy. Blaze a new trail. A new trail starting on the new planet landings. Loot and crafting. Multi-crew. Commander <laughs> and creation to more to come. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's a cool game. I-, I-, I like it. It's really complex, though. You gotta learn how to pilot the damn ship. That's a whole thing on its own. Oh, hell no. But, uh... I- I'm already hooked on Gems of War, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> Everybody is. Yeah. Elite Dangerous I, is hardcore. You need to put time into it, like a lot of time into it. So, I, you know, I, rec- I recommend it if you have the time. If not, skip it for now. System Shock 3. 
is in the works. This is the game that many people, this series many people uh, say inspired Bioshock in many ways. Uh, role play, uh, RPG, uh, a shooter with RPG mechanics. Like, like Dishonored? Funny you mentioned that, because it's the same uh, voice actress in here that plays uh, Sendra, I believe is her name? Shodan, Shodan. Hmm. Um, from the teaser site, it said, Last week, Other Side Entertainment posted a teaser website. Other Side Tease. I don't know why I got Shenda from. That came from something else. With cryptic lettering hinting at a new game, Internet hackers quickly cracked the site, prematurely revealing the game's title. As part of the fun series, AI antagonist Shodan appeared to mock the hackers with new taunts each day. That's pretty cool. I like that's a cool promotion. On an updated TV site today, fans can hear popular voice actress Terry Brasius, System Shock 1 and 2, and Dishonored, reprise her role as the voice of Shodan and see an early peek at the evolving next-generation look of the character by artist Rob Waters. Should be exciting. Uh, it makes me want to go back to the uh, System Shock games. Yay. Yeah, these are cool games. Those, these are like games that you need to play. Oh, uh, Fifi, I love that you feel that way. Jesse said, Genesis of War is, a, is all my favorite games wrapped up in one. I love it. I love that attitude. I'm so glad. And I don't say this enough, but I'm so glad you're part of our guild. I'm trying to give... Yeah. I'm trying to shout out everybody in the chat, but I think only me, Fifi, and Irene, a.k.a. Cam, are reading the chat in there. Yeah, I'm there you go. I'm, hey, I'm, Fifi, that's uh, that's Irene right there. We were. She was asking. She goes, "Who's Irene?" I was like, yeah, "Oh, that's know. me. That's Irene. me." Irene is Cam. You know. <laughs> Can I go in there and change my name? Because when I first got into the game, I didn't. I like totally skipped that part. Now I get it. And now I don't. Now I'm. I'm afraid if I go in and mess with the settings that I might accidentally erase my profile or something. I think if I think you have to email them if you want to change your name. So. It's not a big deal. They're very responsive, so just email them so you want to change your name. But yeah, Irene is Cam. Listen, uh, those listening to us live and listening to us on the podcast feeds and on YouTube, now you know the secret's out. But don't tell anybody. Shh. Hey, <laughs> now you, um, Fifi, you can actually upgrade your red gems now. Uh, you, you, they just, just I, not I switched upgraded. us. I upgraded the red gems earlier today. I swear. I even well, told no, she's 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 like uh, you know what? I'm kind of tired of putting all this money in the guild, and my the red gems aren't getting upgraded. Bft like, Bft can't get behind it because he's I don't know why you all like Gems of War so much. It's it's a deep game. If you give it a shot, like if you don't like if you if you just have one of those people like it has to have a good story, it has to have great graphics, and, and you're like oh match three puzzle game. But I think the only reason people won't like this if they think that they're quick to think that it's just another mobile game, or they just, they go, "Oh, it's a pay-to-win game." There's so much strategy in this game. I, I oh can't man, even there's there's hella strategy to it. It's like deep. I'm just like t- scratching the surface on it, dude. And did you see the update? With the update, they made it even every troop has new abilities on top of what they already had. So that's like yeah, oof. and I like the fact that uh, when you have multiple cards of a character, you can actually use those extra cards to like. Upgrade them. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No. Yeah. And uh, the extra cards, and then you have yeah. uh, more souls to yep. uh, upgrade your cards with. Yeah. Well, on the flip side, if you have more than one copy of a of a character, if you leveled up one, you level up all copies of it. So that's cool too. Now, oh, what nice. I am gonna do for everybody, I'm gonna take this OPS troop that Fifi made for me. Okay. I gave you credits. See, honey. That Fifi made for me now, and I'm going to go to rank one with just this troop. 
Once I get to rank one with just this troop, then I will put it out there and give you guys a uh, a good troop to uh, to uh, level up with. Alright, alright. Uh, but yeah, we'll yeah. share more strategy than our Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Geeky Antics. We've been talking a lot on there. Sharing our latest uh, loot drops, uh, the troop uh, the teams we're running. UMI. Oh, she tried to give us a little like uh, code. It's like Da Vinci code up in here. Hey, I can't solve that <laughs> shit. <man. laughs> oh, she said, um, hey. I get to rank one with just that troop every time. Nice. Uh... Oh, anyway, I think I've done pretty good just starting this week. Yeah, no, you're doing work, man. And we're gonna show more tips. There's gonna be more videos coming out. Make sure you watch our. Oh, I gotta go to our YouTube. Uh, check our Facebook. <laughs> I'm actually looking at it right now, but I don't want to lose my uh, concentration talking to you guys. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was tempted to load it up too, but that's just bad. I can't. <laughs> I, I, on Xbox I, One, I can multitask. Sorry. On the on the on the Android and Steam version, I can't because I start playing like as, and the AI is unforgiving. In that version. On Xbox One, the AI will ignore skull matches. Like, oh, there's some skulls there. Well, I'm going to leave them there for you. Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> it's like, okay. They're probably going to patch that out. Anyway, Evil Land 2, that launched on Mac. 1999, yes, the game on Mac. You have another, you have now 10 games you can play on Macintosh, people. A what? Evil Land 2. It's no, actually a cool game. I, I thought it's you said Evil what? Dead. <laughs> uh, Mac. Uh, Apple computer, I believe. What's that's a Mac? It's a computer that some people get when they want to spend more money on the same no, thing. No, you, you said it wrong. Uh, it's a computer when people want to just waste money. Okay, right. When they have money burning a hole in their pocket, they go throw it at Apple. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> but uh, Evil Ed 2 special. <laughs> it feels special, exactly. So Evil Ed 2 is a cool game. What it is, it's like a whole homage, uh, a tribute, a kiss, a, love ki- a beautiful kiss, loving kiss to... Different classic games, and it's it's cool. Evil Land, the whole premise of it is it's an adventure RPG type game, and you, as you go through it, the game evolves, and it takes you to different eras of gaming, different kind of set pieces, and it's it's neat. Worth checking out. 1999 on Mac, and uh, I, I played the original. I haven't played Evil Land too. Final Fantasy Explorers new trailer is up. This game drops on January 26th, sound 15 for the 3DS. <laughs> DFT's like Max, just a hipster Facebook machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he wanted, he he, he wanted uh, to 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 make sure that we knew that he did give it a shot. He likes match three. He likes strategy, but after a few hours of gems, he couldn't get into it. And I I don't know what to say. He probably point, didn't, didn't, hasn't seen realized just how much there is to it. Well, no, and that's where I'm at too with that. Like I I I can play it. But, like, I, for me to sit at my computer and actually play it, I have too many other things I can I, I need to do and too many other games I want to play when I'm at my computer. Once, I, once I've talked to you afterwards and I can actually link it to my phone to where I can play it when I'm sitting in the car. Yeah. You know? Sure. Then I, I'll play it more, but I just, like, right now I just... Eh. Yeah, I just, I just, I'm hard-pressed to see someone not liking this if they're already playing mobile games. Because it's probably one of the best games out there. I'd put it ahead of Marvel Puzzle Quest. Yeah, as much as I want to love that game, it's too much of a grind. Right. Well, and Fifi said too, like she, there, it's like it's like three of her favorite games on mobile all wound into one. Yeah. Hearthstone, um, the uh, what's the uh, not Saint Gems of War, not Panda just got on Gems of War. Um, yes. 
uh, Hearthstone, uh, Candy Crush, and then an- another game that they're all just it's all one. Oh, cla- game. Uh, classic clans. Classic clans, maybe. I don't know if she played that, but it's, it's just like those. It's just like she said. It's like three or four of her games all mixed into one. She didn't need to play yeah. anything else. I was hooked on Onion Knights before y'all told me about Gems of War. I haven't played that. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's like it has little role role playing elements to it. You know, it's a uh, it's kind of like a shooter role playing game. Uh, yeah, just check it out if you get a chance. But it, it's uh, it'll get you hooked on it too, though. So I stick with. <laughs> I'd stick with, uh, actually, my daughter, she erased my profile and I almost had the game beat. Oh, uh, damn. Did it on purpose just so she could play, and she knew she was doing it on purpose, too. <gasps> but that's okay. That's okay, though. She just, she kind of played um, silly about it, like, she didn't know what she was doing. I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm sorry, Daddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, don't worry about it. I was like, I was almost done beating it. But yeah, that's okay. I found I'm Gems of War. And then yeah. she gives you that little face, like... Please don't yell at me. And of course, Daddy's yeah. a girl. It's all right, baby. I'll start but all I, over from the beginning. Thanks a yeah, lot. Yeah, if it was if it was one of my friends that used to like delete my role playing uh, like role playing games back in the day on the PS One, oh. spend like forty fifty hours. Man, it'd be some ass. I man, I'd start beating some ass. <laughs> that was the problem with a lot of cartridges, like yeah, <laughs> cartridge based games. You ha- usually have one save game, and if someone started a new game, not thinking, oh, that might overwrite the game that's here, they're like, oh, hey, I started, I, st- I started my own game on your on your thing. I hope you don't mind. He's like, you didn't, <laughs> you didn't save it, did you? Yeah, yeah, I just saved it, but I, I didn't touch your game. No, that just overwrote my hundred plus hour run. I'm, go- I'm going to kill myself now. <laughs> no, you don't want to kill yourself. You want to kill them. I'm not gonna lie. I've been yeah. there too. Yeah. I, I had to I had to leave the room. My friend did that on purpose, playing Parasite Eve, and I oh. had a hun- had a hundred hours into it. And I was in a special bonus, one hundred story building thing at the end, and I never fully beat that game because he erased my whole profile. And I'm just like, I wanted to kill that dude, mm-hmm. <laughs> not literally, but yeah, that was a good game too, man. By the way, Final Fa- Final Fantasy Explorers. It's basically. Uh, Dynasty Warriors, Mystic Heroes, the Koei games with like Final Fantasy characters. What's cool about it is that you have uh, over twenty different job job classes you could f- uh, play as. I mean, it has online multiplayer. You know, as good as it online gets for Nintendo, it looks it looks interesting. Um, I almost mean, if you want to get a 3DS for myself or steal the one of the kids' uh, 3DSs. <laughs> Star Wars Force Collection. This is one of the few video games that Konami seems to give a shit about these days. They have new cards, and they have BB-8 uh, for free for all players. You know, of course they're going to do this, you know, because Force Awakens and all that. It's a mobile game. You know, it seems that all that Konami is focusing on is mobile and pachinko, so there's that. Uh, let's see, one more, one last headline here. Cabal 2, for people that like MMOs, uh... You know they they have a new 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 content out which centers around defending against rampaging reindeer. Sounds fantastic. Uh, I don't know if anyone's playing this, but what's interesting is that uh, apparently this game it, 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 I don't hear people talking about it really, but it has 30 million users from more from more than 60 countries according to them, and it's a uh, Cabal Two is a high fantasy. This is how to describe it in their press their press release. Uh, it's a high fantasy MMO for PC, which combines deep, immersive RPG elements with epic skill-based battles. 
The next chapter in the Cabal series bring unique style of gameplay sure to appeal to there's some English in there. That sounds off. To players who are both nostalgic for their classic MMOs of the past, but also still enjoy the technical advancements of modern gaming. Boom. Mic dropped. This, this is interesting. What do we got here? Nintendo actually has pretty solid online play. Uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, they have a lot to, a, much further to go when, with their framework. I hope, well, I mean. They, they have solid online play, but it's like not their, their one thing that they do. Like, they have it, and it's not like, it's not as, as good or as advanced as the Sony or, or Microsoft, but still, it's, it's there. That would, but my, Nintendo has not ever been a online system, um, and probably never will be. Maybe to get with it. It's a family base. It's it's not. It's a total different market, man. Dude, let it's me tell you. Some, let me system. tell you something. I'm sure that I'm not alone in this. If they made, let's say, a Metroid, uh, let's just leave it there. A Metroid game with online co-op. Maybe uh, PvP, PvP modes as well, but I like co-op with Metroid, like you know Samus and some other fellow bounty hunters taking it out of the space pirates and all that stuff. They did that alone. I, I would suck any dick of a Japanese executive at Nintendo right there. Oh. <laughs> Yogi, Yogi, you said you wanted to come out of the closet this week. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like you know, Nintendo. Here, take my money. Just. Here, here's the credit card. Go, here's... <laughs> Just take my money, Nintendo. But other than that, you know... Well, BNT says he's played uh, Smash Brothers Online. Last time I played Smash Brothers Online was on the Wii. And it was janky as hell. I was playing Brawlhalla the other day. Is that a dog? Yeah. Yes, sorry. That's <laughs> all good. The classic dog shake- shaking. I thought somebody was fapping or something. I was like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> no, I was playing Bra. I was playing yesterday or the other day, and that was it's just like Smash Brothers, but with with what other characters? Oh, gotcha. Wink, wink. I, don't know, I didn't really pay attention. I'd say enter, 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 and try to figure out the buttons. <laughs> enter, enter, enter. <laughs> you would think Nintendo would have pretty good online uh, gameplay. They don't deal with like third party. Um, Gaming companies or nothing like that. It's just all their their own titles, right? Yeah, they're all first party. That's the thing. Yeah. Though, like they have online, but it's it always feels tacked on, and they always do weird things. Like, uh, for example, every game is paired to your device, and when it's paired to your device, it's stuck with that device. And then it, that generates a friend code for that game on that device for that player. And you give someone else that friend code so they can play that, that their game on their device. It's like, what? Like, what, you ever heard of gamer tags? Or do what Blizzard does where, like, you can choose a, Blizzard, uh, a, 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 unique, a name and, and then they give you, like, four numbers after it so they make sure that it is unique, you know? But, uh, it's so, like, like I feel like it's such a missed opportunity. Like they're so stubborn. Like they're like, eh, we're Nintendo. People can keep buying our, our shit, so we don't really need to bother doing this online thing. It's social media. This, what is this cockamamie social media stuff? And ah, we don't need to do that. We're Nintendo. The same attitude, same attitude that brought the, brought about the PlayStation. If Nintendo wasn't so proud, the PlayStation would have been a, a, a Nintendo platform. 
But they were like, we don't need you, Sony. We don't need you, Phillips. Go make your own system. <laughs> See if you can compete. <laughs> yeah, right. You're going to be number one in the gaming industry. <laughs> Top you just to sales. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got jokes on. And they're like, oh, shit. Where you at now, Wii U? <laughs> right behind Xbox One and PS4. <laughs> like I said, sorry to say it, and I don't care who agree with it. This is my opinion. But Nintendo has been and always will be a a family-friendly system, a, a system to where your friends come over to your house and play with you. It, it's just how it is. You know, Xbox, Microsoft, Sony, of course, they have these big, huge networks. I mean, these guys are <clears throat> more worldwide. And I, I know Nintendo is worldwide, but, like, they're, <laughs> they're, they, they cover more of the world than Nintendo does. Like, so, like, it's just how I think. Um, but... I'm fine with it. The reason I want to get a Wii U is because to play with my son and my wife. And then if my son has his own little little device that he plays on, yeah, that means he's not taking a spot up on the TV. Goddamn it! Yeah, that's true. You now, know, now, uh, uh, look, they do the couch co-op thing very well. The the party games, you know, like they, and, that, and that's just what they do. I mean, and they're but, surviving with it. Yeah, we're not here to talk about. We're not here to talk about console wars, though. Alright, alright, all right. but anyway, Friday. just a reminder about our schedule for the rest of the year and then going into 2016. Retro Friday, uh, this week will be the last one, that's uh, December 18th, we are, oh, we just entered Friday, oh, there we go. Uh, and then so, December 25th for Christmas and New Year's Eve, of course, New Year's Day rather, we'll not, we'll not be doing uh, Retro Friday, because mm. uh, you know, family stuff, everybody will be with family, so we're, you know, no point really doing that live or even recording it. Uh, then we'll come back for New Year. Uh, next week's show, Christmas Eve. Uh, wait, is it next week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Next week, we'll be doing uh, a loosely Christmas-themed show. Now, you probably... I'm, I'm hoping that we can just get some, like, clips, and get the sound thing set, figured out, and play some clips of previous Christmas shows, you know, and, and, and bloopers and stuff like that. And then we'll, we'll probably just have a very, like, casual show, not really any topics, and get call-ins. That way, if we get derailed, it doesn't matter because we're not going to really talk about anything. And the 31st, New Year's Eve, will probably be pre-recorded or I'll just be doing it solo and it'll be a short show. And then just be like, we'll call an episode and just chill. So, we're not going to take a break completely. We're just going to take it easy for the end of the year. We could- well, I am. I am, guys. I will not be here <laughs> on December 31st. Yeah, I, hope we- I think we're going to pre-record it, though. We're going to try to anyway. Um, I do want to say something before that. After um, December 31st, um, it's the new year. Um, I think the first thing that's happening on the new year is the 3rd, actually. January 3rd will be the first episode of the new year for the Sunday Dose. Okay. So, And then January 7th will be um, um, Horseplay Live and um, you know what we're going to be doing for the new year. So, uh, <coughs> excuse me. Yes, it is. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty much it for the news. Hi, this is Normie from Knuckleballer Radio and Zombie Cast, and you're listening to one of my favorite shows on the Geeky Antics Network. Don't forget to check out the rest of the gang over at geekyantics.net. Warning, there might be rants and food ahead and possibly inappropriate behavior. Don't tell anybody, though. 
What's up guys, Yomar here, aka Yogizilla. I just have a real quick call to action today. If you want to support the Geeky Answer Network, there's a really simple thing you could do. We give you uh, a few links, and all you gotta do is click on them, share them, like them, you do all the social media stuff. Ideally buy something, but it's not required of you. Of course, this is just a way to help our sponsors out and help us uh, pay our bills, and we just humbly ask that you share these links as, as much as you can. No pressure, no pressure. Well, we would greatly appreciate it. I mean, we get it. Lots of people don't have uh, money these days. Disposable income, what is that? Uh, so donating is not always a thing. But clicking links and sharing stuff on social media, I think everybody could do that. So the links are very simple. They all start with geekyantics.net forward slash whatever, right? So one is geekyantics.net forward slash shiny prints. The other one is geekyantics.net forward slash weddings. And then we have geekyantics.net forward slash Martin Septic. And if you just uh, share those and tell some friends, uh, check them out. See, see what's, what's out over there. And if you like what you see, definitely spread the word. I'm sure you know s at least five people that might be at least mildly interested. We'd greatly appreciate it. Thanks so much, guys. Now, Obi, do you have a quick Obi on the podium moment before we get on to our discussion? No, I already did it, man. We talked about the theater so thing in the beginning, yeah. <laughs> It's just little things that, you know, um, you know, and I already said it basically when somebody has to sit right next to me, um, when, you know, um, when you got those people that are like, you, you know, something's going to happen and they're the only ones, you know, going, oh, or like, damn, you know, like, really? Yeah, like, you know. And then they'll, then the people that think they, uh, just because they have a family member in the hospital, they can keep their phone on. Turn the motherfucker off or get the fuck out. Yeah, like yeah, I, that's if, what grinds my gears. If you have a family member in the hospital, my guess. Why is, are you in the damn movie theater? Yeah, like, like man, she might, <laughs> my, my mama's dying. Let me go watch a movie. Like, if it's that serious, then the movie could probably wait. I don't know. Like, if, if the conversation's that good that you're like talking on the phone, like, nah, yo, you're just watching this stupid movie, man. It's like, oh, this nigga over here is freaking, oh, this nigga is stupid. Ah, this is stupid. This is, that would not happen in real life. Ah, nah. Like, okay, Bill Cosby, close it. You you got two ears and one mouth. There's a reason for that. You should be doing more of the hearing and less of the talking. That's the people you just go up behind <laughs> and just go, shh. <laughs> I just pictured you that like a cartoon like someone's talking on their phone and you just like stab their head and they're still talking on their phone like you stick the knife stuck in their head and they're like nah don't worry baby some dude just stabbed me in the head he's I don't know what's up with that dude look at this cat look at this cat he shot me he just... I might have to call you back I'm bleeding a little bit <laughs> the blood's going into his eyes he's like I can't really see right now but this is this is, people are funny. Like, I don't know why this guy all worked up just because I'm on the phone being all loud. You know, this is a free country. I can do whatever I want. <laughs> right. Oh, my God. That's, that's, I mean, that's what really, I mean, lately, um, you know, uh, with all the Star Wars hype and all that other stuff, I just, <laughs> it was the perfect thing. Last time I went, I about went freaking crazy. Now, there is something that I do do that I was, you know, that we were talking about it earlier. Is I usually sit in the back just because I don't like yeah. anybody behind me. Yeah. Now the only time, and this is probably the worst time because it's with kids. The only time that I sit up near the front or near the middle of the theater is when I have my son with me and we're watching a, 
you know, we're watching the Minions movie or we're watching something that he likes or that he wants to watch. Then we'll sit up closer because he wants to sit up there. Yeah. Like, he's going with me next, and I need to get some words like yes or no, is it good enough or whatever, or is it, you know, mellow enough, but he's going with me to Star Wars next week or two in two weeks. So if if, if it's not really a good uh, uh, kid's... Uh, viewing, please let me know because I don't want to. I don't want to traumatize this kid for the rest of his life. I like, what happened to you twenty years ago? Daddy brought me to watch Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you're taking him to watch Saw. <clears throat> By the way, welcome back, Cam. Yeah, hey, what's up, man? Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. Yeah, one more thing. There was this. My, my wife found this. She found this lady tweeting out and posting stuff on Facebook. She's like a political activist of some sort. She's like, uh, she, she writes in her profile, she's like, I'm a, uh, a liberal feminist, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh boy. And she's Lip-servative. like, <laughs> no, 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 liberal. And like, now I have liberal leans, but she's like, I'm liberal, feminist, uh, I don't know what else she said. She's probably a lesbian too. And then, you know, she has to say, I'm a proud African American. Nothing wrong with that. Be proud from where you're from. But she, she's, lobbying to get Star Wars banned from the theaters because he said it's a racist movie because Darth Vader was black and he, oh, and he was the bad guy. I'm like, are you serious? First you, of you, all... You don't know Darth Vader was actually uh, white, just in a black suit, right? Yeah, what it, what it was, uh, she... I don't think she was really saying it was racist. It was like... She knows it was James Earl Jones' voice, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was James Earl Jones' voice. And, you know, he's in a black suit. So she's like, okay, you got one of the most badass, you know, villains in the galaxy. You know, he's a black dude, you know, one for us, you know what I mean? And I think she was kind of like upset when they revealed (laughs) in Return of the Jedi, when they took his helmet off and he was like, you know, looked like he was like a peeled potato or some shit, you know, just a pasty white dude, you know? (laughs) So I think she was, she, I wouldn't say traumatized, but I think she was just kind of referring to in that way in in context, like, you know, we, we thought we had one for the people, you know, then they turn around and. Damn, the dude's white? What's see, up with that? You know, I gotta say, too, like, there's a lot of minorities out there. I, you know, I don't see Puerto Ricans represented in shit. I ain't going, man, I got... I, where's the Puerto Rican dudes up in, in Star Wars, man? And I want them to freaking bring out some penil and some freaking, you know, bacalaitos and yo, like, come on. Hey, that, they are in there. That's the Ewoks. Yeah, okay there. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could say Lando. He's kind of he got a little Puerto Rican flavor to him, but you know, all right, you know, he, and I think he likes to shank people, so that might be work. That might work. But you know, come on, like you can't represent every culture, every aspect, every freaking subgroup. You know, like after a certain point, it's like, look, get over yourself. Like, I, I, be proud of where might, you're from. But might have been one of the aliens because there was a. Uh... George Lucas, when the Phantom Menace come out, they were saying that was racist too because Jar Jar Binks was supposed to stereotype like a Rastafarian, oh. you know, like his ears look like dreads or something like that, and and like the um, the command ship, whatever, had like those dudes, like you know, they had like slant eyes, whatever, and they talked like they were like Asian or something, you know. So okay, I mean, you, you might go ahead. No, I said like, you might have had a Puerto Rican in there. You just might have not have been a human. Let's not talk about Star Wars anymore because when the my the radio station that I listen to in the morning when they start talking about it, I have to turn it off because I don't want to know nothing about it. Like I've already heard things about you know Jar Jar Binks does something stupid. Um, you know I've already heard some little spoilers and I don't want any more spoilers. So let's talk about something else. All right, let's go. Let's go. We got to start wrapping up soon. 
we got good more than a, a little more than a half hour to get through a quickie and then our feature discussion, right? Um, no, we we're only at an hour and nine minutes. Let's say a little more than a half hour. I'm pacing us. I'm creating. Okay, I'm creating urgency. Go. It takes you like five ten minutes to wrap up the show, and then you know. The bangs under my eyes. Okay, OV. You ready? Do, do I your need my wife's makeup. Oh, wait, what? Are you gonna do your thing? I'm just, I'm just kidding. Yes, I am. Oh my god. <laughs> wait, what am I doing again? Oh my god. Oh, I, I don't, dude. My voice kind of hurts. Okay. Anyway, that cookie. Quickie. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I got one. I like wait, how your wait, dog wait. followed <laughs> again. <laughs> hey, yeah, lay down, dog. No, I got that was one. A quick, you ready? A quick shake. Ready? Yeah, ready? Hmm. Oh. Wiki. <laughs> I feel dirty. So this is a real, a real quick wiki. Oh, dirty. You know, we haven't talked a lot of retro lately on this show. And I want to kind of, you know, we talked we talk a little retro in the beginning. We talked about Commodore 64 and the uh, evolution of gaming and stuff. And how, you know, consoles will never catch up with PC because that's just the way it is by design. It's not a bad thing. I'm not being PC master. I play on console. Hell, I've been playing on Xbox One more than my PC lately. But mm-hmm. I, still, I still do think the PC... Does a lot more, you know, and it probably started around the 3D FX, you know, Voodoo, you know, Unreal time, you know, that that blew the the hinges off of things. But anyway, old games that paved the way, you know, these are the games that still impress today in concept, maybe in scope, or they just paved the way for greater things, things that maybe didn't get enough credit. First one I want to say is Alone in the Dark, and I mentioned this before. I know. But I always hear about Resident Evil, and I love Resident Evil, don't get me wrong. Great franchise, you know, even though, well, you know, stuff. Capcom, yeah. But Alone in the Dark... All you gotta say is Capcom. ...was really the first game of its kind that I could think of that was like that 3D survival horror thing. Where And, and it did it better than Resident Evil. Because Resident Evil mainly had, like, jump scares. But Alone in the Dark just fucked with your head. Like, you never knew when something was going to come out. You felt you literally felt alone, you know. And and, and it was just creepy. I think <laughs> it was more like, creepier than Silent Hill. BFT's like, uh, nah, Alone in the Dark is widely regarded as the father of survival horror. I know, I know oh. that's, that's happened. That's true. But when I hear, listen to podcasts and enthusiast press... I barely ever hear that. There's a lot of people that don't know about it. So maybe IGN may say it or Giant Bomb, but but there's still a lot of people that still say Resident Evil started it all. And then like they think about Alone in the Dark, they're like, oh, is that that bad game on 360? So that might be the case in mainstream culture, but a lot of people did not get the memo because I still hear a lot of that misinformation. You know? I got that on Dreamcast. <laughs> Alone in the Dark? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's... It's a creepy game. I, I've played it recently for Retro Friday, and it's like, yo, it still gets to me. Like, even though it looks, you know, the it, it's really janky, like, they're not a high polygon count, so it looks really, it looks like Minecraft, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it still immerses you in this world that's like, whoa, like, like is there's some shit going on right now. Um, and I, I hopefully will go back to that game and, 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 and play through it. It's It's still super hard. Even if you cheat a little bit, look at a walkthrough. Like it's unforgiving, but like it, it still holds up well. Even though it has tank controls, the tank controls. Ugh. I mean, that's a part of the time, but tank controls is just rough. Ah. They made a movie after that. That 
after that game. I think it had uh, Christian Slater in it. Oh, God, yeah. That movie was terrible. It was not a long dark. They should have called it something different. Then it would have been okay. But I'm wait- I'm watching that. I'm like, that had nothing to do with the games. Whatever. Because uh, the games are more like HP Lovecraft style horror, you know? The things that go bump in the night, you know? Uh, ritualistic you know, things, you know? Like dark cult, dark cults and stuff like that. You know? That wasn't really reflected in the movie. Uh, I don't know what it did. It was some kind of weird alien type thing, but whatever. Another series I want to talk about that I feel really paved the way for a lot of things. Blaster Master. Now, people know about this game. Oh, that game is the shit, dude. Yeah. <laughs> now, that it, game is hella fun. Yeah. Have you gone back to it recently? I. You just took me to... My mind's going back on memory lane right now. And, I mean, we spent... Because we, we used to rent video games from the video store. Yeah. We had to rent the whole damn system. The Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> and we... Or uh, the Super Nintendo, whatever. We played that game. Man. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. That, that was that was good. That's, that's a good one. Well, the, the thing about it, everybody thinks about the Blaster Master on, on NES. And then, like, you know, Super Nintendo had a lot of, like... Super Nintendo, what they did with a lot of the games is that they made a super, they added super to the front of it, and it was basically the same game with a facelift. Like people say, people are like tell me, oh, Metro is Super Metro is a whole different game than Metro. No, it's the same game, pretty much pound for pound. They add a little bit here and there, but it's still the same story. You still fight Mother Brain. It just looks cooler, and she could run, and you know it's really sexy looking. But Blaster Master, you know, they did have it on NES and Super NES. But did you know that they also had other games? And the last one was released. Sunsoft is apparently still around. I think the last one was released in 2008 on the Wii Virtual Console. Did you know that? Blastmaster? No. No, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I never got a chance to play in it, though. The 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 PlayStation one, you can skip, because tr- that was when everybody was, had the bug to like make everything 3D, and it was not really Blastmaster. Did have the same spirit of the game. BFT's like, oh, Super Metroid takes place after Metroid and Metroid 2. Yeah, that might be true, but it... It pretty much same is to me. I beat both games. It was almost the same exact game. I know it takes place afterwards, but I'm like, uh, I, I felt like I just played Metroid all over again with the facelift. But yeah, yeah it's kind of like the Mega Man games from NES to Super NES. It's like they just put an X after it, but it was pretty much the same thing. <laughs> Though the X series does have a very different story because it's all about the Mavericks, like the robots that went rogue. Well, I mean, like, gameplay, I mean, you just... It's oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Side-scroller, you know, you jump, dodge. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely, Mega Man is, still has, like, the same core mechanics, no matter where you go. Unless you play the, uh, the Battle Network Legends. Games. Or Legends, yeah. But, yeah, Blaster Master, Sunsoft, I, I, if you go to their website, I think it's Sunsoft... It's not, Sun, it's not Sunsoft Corp, it's uh, Sunsoft Core... There's like a few websites, not stuff.com. It's a different one. I think it's not stuff studio. It might have a .j or something, but they still have the website up. They have. They, it doesn't seem like they've been doing anything recently, but Blaster Master was one of the last things. They redid the original Blaster Master and re-released it on Wii. On, on Wii. I, th- I think it might be the Super Nintendo one, to be honest. But the PlayStation one, you can skip it. And the thing about this game that made it so cool is that, like at the time, the, the, the jumping was very responsive. You know, when you were in your car, it felt like a very distinct game. And then you got out. Now, some people didn't like when you got out of your car and you were this big bobblehead dude. But that was so <laughs> yeah. cool, too. But, like, just the car sequences and the fact that it was a huge open world, right? 
you know, and, and you explored all these different areas, and it had that Metroid, Castlevania type thing, you know, the Metroidvania style thing, where you had to backtrack and kind of go back to the places where, where where you were really supposed to be. But it still let, let you go to some places that were harder than, you know, than where you were supposed to go. You know, like you could kind of play in your own order, too, in some places. Like it, it was just really smart the way they did that. Like, it was ahead of its time. And I go back, and I'm like, yeah, the story is stupid. You know, the kid... Kid's frog goes into the sewer and he chases him, and then he finds a magical vehicle. <laughs> Suddenly, he becomes a superhero. But yeah. that's that's the freaking eighties for you, like everything's yeah. like, hey, this kid's a, the last starfighter. Here we go. He's gonna save the universe. Why not? <laughs> you get the power jump glove. The rabbit, jump in the rabbit hole. See where it takes you. <laughs> yep. But yeah, bye. I like the, I like that game. The uh, the fluidity of the uh, remember the the buggy car or whatever. You jump those how those wheels kind of came together. <clears throat> yeah, jumps up, and they, they and would the turn. Animation. They would turn around and turn into like little uh, jetpacks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the uh, it was just man, it was just a fun game. You're right though. I mean, you can immerse yourself in that. You you have the um, like you know when he goes into the whirls and his big head and the car. I, I like the car part the best or the buggy and whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, but that was that was one of my favorite. The boss games battles were fun too, though. Yeah. But you know, oh, and let's not forget the biggest part is finding the upgrades for your vehicle and your and your weapons. That changed yeah, everything that, really. Like when you get the little hover upgrade, that's when your wheels will turn to the side and you fly, like float for a little bit. Oh, so yeah, that good. game got really hard towards the end, though. Really hard. Yeah, yeah, it was hard from the beginning. If you you had to really be careful. Ah, and there was always the famous uh, cheat where you you throw a grenade at the boss, and when it blows up, pause it, and the grenade will keep hurting him while it's paused. I was like, I always thought that was super awesome. <laughs> it's an of, awesome bug. <laughs> it didn't make it that much easier, but it helped a little bit. Um, another game. All right, now everybody knows like Doom is pretty much one of the first major shooters ever made, but there are other games that I think in their own way really paved the way for the the FPS, the shooter genre. Games like Curse of the Catacomb, Ken's Labyrinth, Corridor 7, then later Terminator Rampage, Hexen, which late was, Hexen gave way to Quake. And you can't deny Quake had, had huge influences in uh, arena combat style, you know, arcade style shooters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think those are all games that I think, if you could go back to them, definitely do it. You know, even Duke 3D. You know, and Shadow Word, uh, more of a... Or uh, Serious Sam. So many great shooters that I think are still worth going back to. We talked about uh, System Shock earlier. You know, there's a lot of great shooters that... You know, I hear so much talk about how Halo did this, you know, and, and, and uh, Call of Duty and did that. But there's so many games that came before that made it that they borrowed from Tribes. Tribes is basically Halo before Halo was a thing. Hell, even Delta Force, man. Let's go back even further. <laughs> oh yeah, that it's... game. It, it, yeah, that game was pretty fun. <laughs> what? The, what just happened? Someone just come into the chat and spam. What? Okay. Sorry, I was leaving yeah, the chat. I, I, called it, I called it. I called him an ass. <laughs> there's a there's a game I don't know if you guys heard of. Um, it was nominated for a lot of. Uh, it came out of the blue. I think it was back in 2002 or t- 2003. It was called Iron Storm. And it was actually nominated for a lot of video game awards. It was a first-person shooter. And it had the AI was so hard, like even on the modest setting, you literally had to save the game after like almost every other kill. It was, it was a PC game, so you had to like save. 
the AI was just like it was so smart. Like it, it was like you shoot, they would dodge. You know, it was just crazy. Just check it out if you get a chance. It's called Iron Storm. That sounds familiar. You know, they ported uh, it on the they ported it on the PS2 as well, but it just it just came out of the blue. It was like you know nominated one of the best video games. Just came totally out of left field, and I was just like, oh, I'll check it out. And we, me, and my friends, we had so much fun playing that game. It was really hard. It took all of us to beat it. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, there's another one I think is worth mentioning: is Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Just because oh, yeah. that game had a lot of mods and uh, it kind of had like some like Team Fortress stuff. Oh, of course, the early Half Life games when when they did they modded them and they had the first uh, Counter Strike. You know, I supported the first uh, Team Fortress, Team Fortress Classic. You know, before Source Engine came out, there's a lot of games that really paved the way. BFT is giving me a hard time. Like uh, tribes play nothing like Halo, and that's a matter of opinion. You know, I don't care how it's officially classified, but to me, if it was a very similar kind of thing. Like I said, Halo borrowed from a lot of things, and I, and I see the influence of Tribe. This whole space thing, jet, you know, crazy jumps, and kind of that fast-paced style of, of shooter, you know. But that's just me. I, I, when I first saw Halo, I, I felt like, oh, this is basically Tribes mixed in with a little bit of this and that. <laughs> that's an opinion, it's fact. Okay, if you say so. And of course, you know, Bond 64 paved the way for a lot, too. Which one? Oh, <laughs> GoldenEye? Yeah, GoldenEye. Yeah, GoldenEye, GoldenEye, GoldenEye definitely uh, had an influence, too. But there's just a lot of games that I don't think get enough credit. Like, it burns me up people were like, yeah, Call of Duty and Halo define the, the genre. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, well, <right. laughs> think about all the influence that they had. Like, yeah, they brought it to the limelight, the most popular, definitely. But you gotta, to talk about modern games, you really have to say, you know, you have to really look at the, the, what, what, what came beforehand. But, uh, in an- another game, uh, people are familiar with XCOM. I'm surprised I see a lot more people getting into XCOM now, especially with XCOM 2 coming out soon. But there's, uh, other games like it that I, I think are worth checking out. Uh, Chagel's Mercenaries. Love that game. If you can find a ROM or old copy of it, check it out. Laser Squad. Another great game, and these are like tactics games where it's kind of like turn-based, and you gotta like, you know, move your units around. Oh, Morg loves XCOM. Oh, Morg. Now that I know that, me and you gotta play XCOM together. I would love if XCOM has like co-op, because sometimes I don't want to play PvP. Sometimes I just want a, a buddy to go with me, or a few friends go with me, take out missions. Look at Obi. Obi, what's wrong with XCOM? Well, Nothing. Nah, I'm just, I'm just playing. Uh, yeah, he's he's playing with his uh, finger gun. <laughs> God, uh, make sure it's not make sure it's not loaded. <laughs> yeah, seriously. A few more before we get to our main discussion here. Um, I want to get people getting remiss, so people can start calling in, emailing. We get we can come back to the retro stuff because I want to talk about retro all the time, but then people are like, "Stop being a hipster. Let's talk about modern stuff, Yogi." Okay, fine. Uh, all right, Elite. Elite is often credited as one of the first games, not the first game, to create the open world experience. And uh, I think that's, that's pretty fair. There's other games uh, that I think are worth mentioning too, but Elite's an important one I think is worth going back to. And now they have Elite Dangerous, it's making a comeback. So that's cool seeing that, that, that comeback. And they seem to be doing well for themselves. Uh, Wing Commander series, I think, doesn't get enough credit. And if you missed out on it, I, I would say go back to Wing Commander Privateer. You know, uh... I'll make a comparison 
but I'm not. You know, I was gonna make a comparison, but I'm not gonna say it. But what I'm gonna say is, games like No Man's Sky have a lot to live up to. Not saying No Man's Sky in particular, but games like it. <laughs> they better deliver. Cause I like my my space operas and my simulations and all that. But Privateer, the coolest thing about Privateer was that, that it simulated its own economy and it made the world feel so alive. And you had the fighting, but it was also like the the politics and stuff of it. Alright, uh, King's Quest. This is a game that's near and dear to me. If you love Telltale games and all these like Life is Strange, all these episodic type of things, get, go back to King's Quest. The graphics may turn you off, but... The old King's Quest games, they were just fun. The only thing that drove me badly of them, about them was uh, the fail states. It's like, you'd get so far, and then it's like, well, I missed something back there, and I can't go back to it, so now I've started all over. You ever played this, Cam? King's Quest? Any, any King's Quest games? No, I haven't, actually. I'm going to check that out, though. Okay. Yeah, that's that's, that's classic, like, uh, like early Sierra stuff. Definitely uh, cool stuff. Point-and-click adventure, but they tell good stories, and it, it was just fun experiences to have. Obi, did you ever get into King's Quest? No. Okay. Never. No. Not at all. BFT's talking about some of his favorite uh, space sims in the past. Wing Commander, X-Wing, TIE Fighter. Yeah. Descent Free Space. Yes. Freelancer. Yes. Now, Descent, Descent, I don't think gets enough love. And I meant to, I knew I was forgetting one. Descent was uh, one of the first things I could think of that had full 360 degree movement. Now, they cheated a little bit. This is like when 3D was first really starting out, and it was going beyond the vector graphics stuff, but it looked great for the time, and it was just like that freedom, and playing that online, now granted it was dial-up, or if you were lucky, you play on land, it was so trippy, having 360 degrees of motion, and you're in this kind of spaceship, but you're going underground, like the whole thing about Descent was, you're in a spaceship, but you were in these like caverns. And always looking around and, and feeling like someone's following me. And it, you could just drop mines and shoot lasers. And it was just so, so fun. And playing that game through the campaign was great. But the multiplayer was just... There's still really nothing like that. You know, having that full... The closest thing, I mean, right now that I can think of that's, that's well known is Star Wars Battlefront uh, Fighter Squadron. But I would like to see a game that's purely like that. That's got closed areas and you have to fly carefully and not smash to a wall. Man, I can't talk about Project Raiden. The, the <clears throat> Sorry, it might just be called Raiden, but uh, they eat up a lot of my quarters on the arcade. Oh, talk about <laughs> the, the shmup, where you're like, uh, you can shoot like lightning bolts and shit. Yeah, and yeah. You can play with another person, you know, and you know, like R Type. R Type was one of my favorites. Uh, side scroller, space shooter. I heard about the scent being remade, and uh, BFT re- recommends Sub Level Zero. I've heard of that too. I, I will, you know, I'm excited about that because there's a space for that. But yeah, Raiden, yo, Raiden and 1942 are like definitive shmups, shoot 'em ups. You know that uh, they redid 1942. I, I wouldn't be surprised if Raiden is being redone if it hasn't already. It's hard to keep hey, up with all these remakes. You want to go back even further? Is check out Life Force that game. Yeah. That game yeah. Life Force to me was better than Gradius. Gradius is great, but Life Force got it perfect. Yeah. That's a good game with two people. Oh, man. Yo, did you ever jump on Aegis Wing or Aegis Wing on uh, 360, the free game they had on there? Four-player shmup? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think you still might be able to pick it up. I hope they make that backwards compatible. That game, that was like a little discovery when people found that. Like, oh, this is a free game. Oh, it's actually really good. 
<laughs> Yo. There's actually some of those types of games are really hard to find, and they're they're kind of spendy if you want to pick some of them up. On uh, on, on Xbox? On any on any of them. Okay. Like some of like the imported ones and stuff like that, but like the older older ones, like uh, Gradius. I mean, Gradius. There's like four of them. The fourth one came out on PS2, and they were, I saw that for sale for like seventy-five dollars for a used copy. Damn. Oh man, BFT's got a good pick here. I'm gonna I'm gonna write it in here because it's worth. He said he's on my Sinistar Space Flight with Space Horror. All right, I'm down with that. I am down with that. He's got some good picks in there. And Tim Curtis in the house oh, comes in with a WTF. It's a good entrance, bro. Glad he can join us here. Uh, last but not least, uh, the the Rogue Likes and Rogue Lights. Where do they start? Like, a lot of people say that they're named after the game Rogue, but not many people got to play that. But if you, if, if you want to do your homework, go back to it, see if you can emulate it, see if you can find an original copy or whatever. I play Rogue. You play Rogue? Okay. Yep. What's your thoughts on Rogue? Um, they're a little underpowered. Oh my god. Not wow, dude. <laughs> the game Rogue. Anyway. You know, the whole thing about Rogue, a, a true Rogue-like is supposed to be procedurally generated, permadeath, you know, brutally hard, you know, stuff like that. And there's games like Rogue Legacy, Risk of Rain, Crypto the Necrodancer. There's a lot of games out there. I, I love this genre. Because, like, when I... I love it because it sets your expectation. This is going to be hard as hell. Good luck. But, uh, you know, I don't like games that are, like, hard out of nowhere. Like, they start off easy and then they just are brutally hard. At least with roguelikes, they're unapologetic about it and you're ready for it. Oh, Dungeon of the Endless. One of my favorite games of the year. They just had a new expansion come out for it. And it is awesome. That there's nothing I can't there's there's nothing I can compare Dungeon Endless to. There's some games, it has little influences here and there, like tower defense, art, real time strategy, tactics, dungeon crawler. It's got a little bit of everything, but it's its own thing. Like it's it's an amazing game. I cannot recommend that game enough. But anyway, that's a little throwback, little little throwback Thursday action. It's time for our feature discussion. Bring everybody in on this. 2016. You better be super duper dope. These are the things that we're looking forward to, folks. What are we looking forward to? We're going to talk about movies, shows, games, maybe anime and comics that we're looking forward to in 2016 with the little time we have left. In the chat, let us know what uh, you're looking forward to. Einheim, that's another good shmup. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That was, that was a cool game. And, and, and we're, I think we're going to get right into it right now, aren't we? This one? Which one? Uh... Yeah, we, yeah we, I, already, I already introduced it, bro. We're ready to talk okay. about it. So let's start off with movies. What movies are we looking forward to 2016 or beyond? Yeah, let's start with you, man. What are you looking forward to this year, this coming year? I'm looking for all the comic book movies. Oh, and a new Independence Day movie coming out next summer. Oh, yeah, good call. Resurgence. The trailer just dropped earlier this week. Yeah, yeah so that, that, that's a good one. Uh, is Will Smith going to be in that again? No, there's a, a viral website that kind of explains the timeline since the first movie in that world, like what's happened, and he apparently, his character apparently died from um, test piloting a new hybrid uh, warplane based off the alien technology that was uh, left behind. 
So he died off screen. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, but Jeff Goldblum's there. He, you know, Vivica Fox is still in it, uh, and the president, whatever his name is. But yeah, legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, you know, sometimes it's good to have just that that summer blockbuster, that epic experience that doesn't really have much of a plot, but it's just like a fun romp, like Pirates of the Caribbean, or you know, I don't know, can't think of anything else right now. Oh, actually, Ninja Turtles, because... Oh, that looks so good with Rocksteady and Bebop. <laughs> yeah. Now, I love I love the Ninja Turtles, but, you know, I, I, like, I'm like i not expecting a deep plot in the movies. I'm, it, I'm just going to enjoy it as, like, a fun romp. That's it. And they, have, they got the freaking party wagon in there. Oh, well, the, tra- the trailer felt like the original cartoon from the, um, the early 90s. We had Rocksteady, Bebop. I mean, they had to look down. Uh, yeah, they did I'm, get that. I still, I'm sure they're still cleaning up some CGI in it because they look kind of uh, outdated. I'm still not a fan of how the turtles look. That, that Yeah, Michelangelo, just something about those waxy lips, green. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> what have you been doing, Mikey? Yeah, uh, it's just really creepy. Tim uh, says he has a bit. He's a, he, Tim, Tim's in here. He goes, wait a second. I haven't been here in a bit. Love that beard, Yogi. Yeah, I grew it overnight. It's, a, it's actually a Chia Pet, bro. <laughs> also, the uh, Deadpool movie coming out in February, I think. Oh, yeah. Good call, Hard R Marvel comic book movie. And uh, I, I think Obi's got a few of them come in his mind, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, BFC says in the chat, he was, he was watching the entire time he was watching Independence Day trailer thinking... Damn, this is going to be a badass XCOM movie. Damn, bro, you make me want to play XCOM. Like, XCOM is one of those games that if I had more time to play it, I would be playing the shit out of that. Like, XCOM is so good. Like, you build your own base, and then you recruit people, you level them up, you got to be tactical and getting in there and trying to take out aliens and take uh, and protect uh, high-value targets. And, man, it's just... They did such a good job bringing XCOM back to the mainstream. So, XCOM 2, oh... There's few things that excite me these days anymore. I mean, my lib- my my li- my libido is kind of out the, you know, it's 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 dead. But sometimes like, I talk about feeling like XCOM and Dungeon of the Endless, and I'm like, whoa, give me some my chub over here. <laughs> <laughs> Obi, what what are some of your movie picks? Um, and and the the movie picks that I pick so far is because you know some of them I want to watch with my son. Because he, <laughs> excuse me, he actually likes these kind of movies. Um, the ones that I really I'm waiting for, yes, Warcraft. I am waiting for the World of Warcraft movie to come out. It's supposed to be this summer, which is going to be amazing. Um, Assassin's Creed is actually going to be coming out too, and I believe that's in f- the fall. Um, uh, Kung Fu Panda three, I watched them all. Uh, Deadpool is one of them that I actually was thinking about as well. And then another one that my son actually likes, he's watched all the versions of it, but The Jungle Book, um, with Mowgli and, and, you know, and, and it just looks good. It's actually looks like it's actually made well. Um, but one of the, one of the movies that I really can't wait for because I've watched every one of them and I think it was set already, but X-Men Apocalypse. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention that one. Out. Yeah. So yeah. like, I I really I watched every. I know X Men are like, oh my god, it's just playing over and over. No, this is supposed to be a really good one. This is supposed yeah. to be the end one. It's supposed to be. The thing like about that when I saw the trailer, 
Now, I know a lot of people mentioned it in chat rooms, whatever, but the first thing that came to mind when they, when they, a picture of uh, Apocalypse came out, a set photo, I was like, that dude looks exactly like Ivan Ooze from the Power Rangers movie that came out in the 90s. But when the trailer dropped, I was like, okay, they, they made it work, but he still looked like he's a cousin of Ivan Ooze. Yeah, I'm with BFT on this one. This is something we agree on. First Class and Days of Future Past were legit. They brought back the series because the the third movie in the original t- trilogy of X Men, that thing was an abortion. Like they tried to do mm-hmm. the Phoenix, uh, Dark Phoenix storyline and freaking Juggernaut and all this shit at once, and it just didn't work. On the Juggernaut, bitch. And, and for <laughs> and for those that have followed the the Batman. Um, the Batman movies and all that. Batman versus Superman's coming out too. I was kind of, you know, thinking about, you know, who are you gonna root for, kind of thing. I don't know. It might Damn. be fun to see who 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 would people root for in the in in the gang. I don't know. Batman totally, or Superman. That movie's totally ruined for me after watching that trailer because now they said recently this week that there's more surprise because they showed a Doomsday at the end of it. And they showed all three of them, the Trinity together. So it's like, okay, they must have buddy buddied up and got you know through their differences. And let's team up together and fight Doomsday. But apparently there's more surprises mm-hmm. in the movie, so I don't know. That kind of took, like, a lot of air out of my well, anticipation of watching that movie. Lately, with movies coming out, it's really hard to not hear a spoiler somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, like I mean, a Terminator the re- this summer. <laughs> with all the reviews and with all the people, like, saying, you know, they go watch it night of, and they're like, fuck that shit. I don't have no DNA with them. I can go say what I want to say, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, they put it out there and be like, spoiler alert, like, I don't want to hear it, and then you they say it. Like, really? Um, I mean, I'll still go see it, it's just, I, I just hope it doesn't pan out that way, but it's like, mm-hmm. really, Doomsday? He looks like some other big creature, CGI creature from other comic book movies, you know, like, I, the first thing that came to mind was like the Abomination from the Incredible Hulk movie. Um, another movie <laughs> that I, I really can't wait to, to see, um, well, there's a couple of them. Um, if you guys watched Barbershop, um, you know, the Barbershop movies with, uh, with black uh, people in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Barbershop three is coming out. Yeah. Um, with ice cube and everything it number three is coming out. So, um, but the one that I'm, I'm actually, I gotta find it again. Now. <laughs> uh, the one that I, I can't wait for and I'm, and I'm re- we were talking about star Wars, but, um, if you guys remember when the death star was built, the, oh yeah, Rogue Squadron or not Rogue, uh, Rogue Squadron? One. Rogue the One, Star yeah. Wars story is coming out. It's actually the rebels, the the select little group of rebels that were set to steal. the Many Bottons died. Many Bottons died trying to steal those plans for the Death Star. So, like, I, I can't wait <laughs> to see what they're going to do with that because I, you know, graphics are going to be freaking badass. They're going to be awesome as shit, and if they actually have some really good scenes and an actually good storyline. I think that movie is going to be badass. All they have to do is just make a, a damn war scene, like Saving Private Ryan, like in the opening scene. But in the Star Wars universe, I'm sold. Yep. And then we can go back and play the Rogue Squadron video game. Boom. Fill in some yeah. more gaps. Obi's like, yeah, whatever. Do I have that? You probably do. It was, it the, hum- re- it was re- in the Humble Bundle pack, wasn't it? I think, yeah. The, they had the Jedi Academy games and... Uh, I have, this is what I have for Star Wars games. Uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2, um, Star Wars Dark Forces, Jedi yeah. Knight, Jedi Academy, uh, which that's one that you can play multiplayer on, like, you know, co-op. 
uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic, Star Wars Command Command Re- Republic Commandos, Empire at War, which is stupid. Knights of the Old Republic, The Force Unleashed Unlimited, and then The Force Unleashed Two, which I think are single player. So those are all good games, though. Most of those. Mm-hmm. You yeah. ever played the one called oh, no, uh, Masters? They're all good. Of- they're all really good games. It's just most of them are single player, and I'm not. You know how much I am with, you know, with single player games. I'm like, eh. Because I was a, them quick, so I have nobody to play with. Go ahead. There was a, sorry, there was a, a Star Wars game that I got on PS1 that came out in the, uh, the 90s called Star Wars Masters of Terracossi. It was a Star Wars fighting game. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, if you get a chance, check it out. It's, I mean, it's Star Wars, so whatever. I got Boba Fett, Vader, Luke. Well, I'm really thinking about like doing a um after I see the movie and everything, I was thinking about doing maybe a a month's worth of maybe of uh streaming and actually doing all the Star Wars games I have. Um and just like, got Pod Racer? <laughs> I don't. I don't. I only got three hundred games on my Steam actually I don't even know how much I have. Pod Racer is one of those rare ones. That were good. Yeah. <laughs> I got says- wait. Hold on, BFT. Speaking of BFT, he sent me a game, and I think I put it to my inventory. <laughs> he he did. He sent me a freaking game, and I was like, "What is this?" And it just popped up. Like, hey, guess what? Street Fighter Five beta gift. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have a controller, man. I gotta go buy one to play that. Yeah, we'll, we'll jam on that when the beta opens up. It's gonna be dope. Oh yeah, I'd go get a controller, but I think they're like thirty, thirty bucks or something like that at at uh, Best Buy. Now uh, Cam just talked about uh, another, uh, two other movies that I'm interested in: Ghostbusters and Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this Wait, weekend Suicide beta, Squad is that beta. with uh, Suicide Squad? What Will Smith, Jared Leto as the Joker, and it's basically has like- Jai Courtney in it. Which, uh, um, anyways. Uh, yeah, pretty much Will Smith. <laughs> pretty much Will Smith. As long, yeah. as, as, long as his son is not in it, we're fine. Will Smith is still a good actor. So yeah, there's potential there. I, I really, you know, I'm a Marvel guy, but I really hope that DC gets their stuff together. Like, they, they're coming out with the Legends of Tomorrow show to tie together the Flash, the Arrow, and the expanded universe beyond that. Like, all the extra characters they have now. So, I think that DC's finally going to... You know, build their own mythos up beyond the comics. So that's that's I'm looking forward to that. Um, and, and Ghostbusters, I, I love Ghostbusters. Uh, I'm not a fan of the all lady Ghostbusters thing because I don't know. I just think it's more pandering. It's like, hey, how about instead of men that are chasing ghosts, we put monkeys in overalls chasing ghosts? No, 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 no. Yeah. Let's do women. <laughs> People like that better. Okay. Like you know. Kind of interesting to see what uh, Doctor Strange is going to look like. Oh yeah, isn't he supposed to have his own one-off like miniseries or something? Yeah, it's coming. No, it's a movie. It's coming out with uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Is that how you say his name? He's not Doctor Strange, is he? Yeah, That's, they're uh, filming it right now. So Cumberbatch is uh, Sherlock. Damn. Yep. Hmm. See, I try not to get too much in the spoils because. <laughs> Oh, hey, I want to put something out real quick, since we're just kind of shitting, right, shitting around right now. If if, if you go to uh, do a trade with me on, on Steam, 
and you want some of the cards that I have and everything, that's fine. You can offer a trade. But for those dumbasses, and you know who you are, that sit there and try to just take cards and offer nothing in return, don't waste my time. I'm fine with giving stuff away and, and you know, like I'm going to give a bunch of, of uh, CSGO boxes away after the at the new year. I'm just going to give them away. I don't even need them. But, like, don't try to trade me something and not try to give me nothing in return. That's just rude. <laughs> Big douchebags. Okay? Thank you. Little public, little PSA public service announcement there. <laughs> oh, BFT's out. made a good point. They are coming out with the proper sequel to Ghostbusters, the all-male uh, cast coming out. Yeah, I know. It's just... I want, I, I want all of the Ghostbusters to be good. They need to be all good movies, deserving of the name. You know, I just feel like this whole race and gender wars thing is, is silly. Like, mm-hmm. like in real world, like why that, that kind of stuff doesn't happen. People don't go, all right, let's form a team, but we need to have one black person, one Asian, one Latino, and uh, I guess we have a white guy, right? Did we, did we say that? Yeah, yeah, let's get the white guy in there. Like, okay. How come there's ever, ever a mixed dude up in there? there, there there's, there's a lot of good stereotyping jokes right there. Yeah, there you go. Get a Puerto Rican dude in there. We don't, we don't have any real identity. We're just... Just throw stuff in the pot and it's like, oh, hey, Puerto Rican. <laughs> Spice it up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a question. Is anybody looking forward to Captain America? Yeah, that War? looks pretty. That's pretty good. I read the storyline years ago and that'll be interesting. It's like it's Scarlett Johansson's back. Uh, Anthony Russo's is, is directing it. We got Tom Holland, uh, Elizabeth Olsen. You guys looking forward to that? Got Black Panther in it. I mean, and they test Scarlett Johansson in there. I'm like, I'm all for it. Uh, like, eh. I'm there. <laughs> I usually don't get, I usually don't get starry eyed, and I usually don't like subscribe to like the mainstream definition of beautiful. But she does it for me. I don't know. It's like her smile. Like she looks kind of. I know she looks kind of goofy from certain angles, but it's something about her. Like I don't know. I just want to like sit her on my lap and ask her what she wants for Christmas. Mm. <laughs> so Chris, you're Evans, like you're sitting on it. <laughs> so Chris Evans is going to be the Captain America. Who's going to be Captain? Yeah. Who's what? Chris Evans is going to be Captain America, and we got uh, Iron Man. The you know, is his last, uh, his last outing as Captain yes, America too. This is the, his last one. Well, I'm, so it's probably well, I'm, gonna shitty. I'm not going to say any spoilers, but based on the comic book, which is already out there years ago. Uh, I don't know. I doubt the movie's going to play this way, but... Uh, the whole Bucky spoiler, thing? Spoiler alert, yeah. He, uh, let's just say he takes over yeah. Cap. Either, either him or the Falcon. But more likely the Bucky. Yeah. It's going to be interesting. I mean, it kind of looks like Avengers 3 anyway, so whatever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> really. I mean, at this point, like, they're all kind of spilling over to each other. Which is, that's what they do with the uh, MC, the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's cool. They're blurring the lines. Now, now yeah, shows real quick. Shows real quick, and I'm I'm jumping into like the summer stuff too. It's coming up. Uh, there's a few shows that I'm looking forward to. Uh, the 100. I know it's stupid. It's it's cheesy, but I I can't stop watching it. I want to see what happens next. I mean, it's a really crackhead version of the Hunger Games, but with, like, more kids. <laughs> I want to see Mr. Robot. I'm hoping, you know, to keep that going. And The Whispers, which I think was the biggest surprise. You know, it's a scary story. It's got supernatural... I, I can't talk about it without spoiling it, but... If you haven't seen The Whispers yet, 
give it, give it a try. Give it a few episodes. There's creepy kids, supernatural things. There's uh, fourth encounter type things. A little bit of everything in there. It keeps you guessing at every turn. Like some things you might see coming, but other things you'd be like, okay. So I say watch it, but don't try to look for those things. Just enjoy it. Get lost in it. You guys are looking forward to any shows in particular? And just some stuff that's coming out on Netflix, you know, um, House of Cards Season 4, I think, or 3. Mm-hmm. No, not really. Daredevil. They're following up Daredevil? Oh, yeah, they're doing a Season 2. It's coming out next year. I need to watch that. I still have to watch Jessica Jones, too. I've heard a lot Gameless. of w- William H. Macy, I'm glad they're doing another season of that. It's just a real fucked up family. <laughs> Damn. And House of Cards, I've heard a lot of things. Oh, Mork says she couldn't get into House of Cards. I've heard a lot of things about House of Cards. I, I don't know. I don't know if I could take on something that, like with that many seasons in there. Like, I like that the... Uh, I gotta stick with the Marvel stuff because I'm already invested in the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I want to see... Like, I love Agent Carter. Agent, Carter, Agent Carter's coming back. That's another big one. Love that show. She plays the, her part really well. Mm. Uh, but I know we're running up on... Uh, our, our, our like little five minute warning. So, games. We're gonna reiterate. We're looking forward to Battleborn, Doom, The Division, Ark on uh, Xbox One, Gigantic, Overwatch. What, what games are you guys looking forward to this year? Those year? pretty much. Battleborn, not as much. Um, I am looking forward to Overwatch though. Um, none of those else. I mean, Gigantic. I've given up on. Looking uh, forward to the. I do. They're they're just they're not they're just locking everything down. I mean it's just yeah it's yeah. they they messed up on that. But they're a good great company. It's a shame. It's a good game. Dragon Ball Z. I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I hear they're making new stuff for that. So mm-hmm. I mean they got new movies. I heard that and too. Is there a remake of uh, Final Fantasy VII? Is that coming out next year? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to that one. It's gonna be. They're going to release it in, like, uh, installments, like, episodic. And BFT makes a good point. He want, he just wants to fast-forward for Doctor Who Season 10, because 12 episodes is too short. Yeah, 12 episodes is too short. I feel the same way about Game of Thrones. But Game of Thrones is like, what, eight, nine episodes, and then it's done? And just as you're getting into it, like, see you next year. Like, ah. Oh. Apparently, George R. R. Martin isn't working on any of the books right now or anything. So, eventually, the show's going to catch up to where the books are at, and they're going to be like, well, come on, George. Get on it. I don't know what's going on with that. So, but yeah, this next year's going to be a big gaming year. Not so much in like how many games are going to come out, but the quality of games that are coming out. Like, they're all games that I'm really excited about. Everything else can eat a dick. I hope, I hope, <laughs> now I hope in anime they come out with new Soul Eater stuff. And Attack on Titan, the next season, damn it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Def- oh, uh, speaking of movies, man, if I had money to go to Japan, I'd go watch their live action movie that's coming out, I think, next I think it is next year. Which one? Uh, the live version of Attack of the Titan. Attack of Titan. It's out already. Oh, it is. They haven't localized it yet. Uh, if you want to watch it, you can get it. Oh, oh! Now that I know, and I think there's a new Godzilla movie coming out in Japan. The first one in like ten years. There's I, a. Um, I like Godzilla. Uh, a, a new so Ice Age. A nice Ice Age where the comet's actually getting ready to hit Earth. Maybe I'll end the series. <laughs> oh my god, Obi. Are you trolling? Dude, I think no, I'm not trolling. That that's that's I'm I that like I said, dude, when I pick movies, I love cartoons. I love animated movies. I I'd rather watch an animated I'd rather watch 
Ice Age than watch Independence Day. It's just because that's just me. Yeah, I'd rather watch, you know what I mean? Because I have a four-year-old that loves the same thing, so why am I not going to do that and watch that? I just schooled my kid on Akira. My kid's on Akira this past Saturday. Yo, Akira, you have to watch it and re-watch it and watch it again, and you still don't know everything that's going on. I still go back to that, and I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) That thing is its own beast. Oh, and a mortgage. Oh, yeah, mortgage brought up the, the new Star Trek movie. Yeah, yeah. I don't like that music they played in this, the trailer, though. That kind of just threw me off on it. I, see, I, I try to avoid a trailer because a lot of times they show a lot of the best parts, too. I watch like, a snippet of the trailer, I watch it, like, distracted. Because sometimes from the trailer alone, you could, like, infer what happens. And then you watch the movie and you have it in the back of your mind, like, yeah, I know. You're going to die. And <laughs> this person's going to hook up with that person. But, uh,. Yeah, that's that's all what we're looking forward to. We'll probably keep this going for the next mm-hmm. two episodes, but I said the next uh, couple episodes for the rest of the year are gonna be more laid back, and then we'll come back with our awards for 2015 in gaming and maybe some other things too. But I think we're gonna focus on gaming because otherwise there's too much stuff to cover. Maybe we'll do movies and shows too. But uh, I feel like we're forgetting something. You ready, Obi? You ready to take us home? Sure. And 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 Tim mentioned the thing. He he always gets he gets so flustered. He's like, I'm so confused. With, like, you guys have so many channels and social media things. I like I get it, guys. Twitch is not user friendly. It confuses people. The reason we do the show on Twitch is because it it it's, it gives us a backup recording. A little inside baseball before we wrap up. It's a backup recording, so if the if the audio recording fails, we could rip it from the video, you know, and then we can get it on YouTube. We're just trying to get pollinate into as many places as possible, mm-hmm. so we're not just relying on one platform. And I I recommend that. It might be confusing for some folks, but there's there's a method to our madness. There is, there is. <laughs> now, guys, if you guys have your any other thoughts of anything that we talked about tonight, you guys can call us. Leave us a voicemail, 206-415-4987, and we'll respond live to you on, on the show. You guys can also send us an email, too, if you guys don't want to hear yourselves, because um, we're going to play it on the show. Uh, you guys, mail at geekyantics.net. Um, anyway, Horseplay Live is everywhere you can listen to or download <laughs> awesome podcasts, including allgames.com, Player FM, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio. I'm listening to music at the same time. Um, please take a few minutes nice. out to thumbs up, favor, subscribe, share. Even better, we'd love some comments and reviews, guys. Uh, it's really easy. It helps us out. Um, a huge thanks to all those that are actually promoting our content. Uh, it, it, it really does. It, it, it lets us and, and lets us know that you guys are actually paying attention to things that we love to do. So you guys like eye candy. We have video as well. You can check us out on YouTube. YouTube.com for slash Geeky Antics. And, of course, we have a replay right here on Twitch.tv for slash Geeky Antics. Here on the Geeky Antics Network in collaboration with AllGames.com, AllGames Radio Network, we have tons of shows that we with a wide spectrum that we cover. Um, but so we're not gonna we're not gonna say them all just because it takes forever. So, but you guys can go check out your favorite podcast or show at geekyantics.net for slash schedule. Um, you can see um, our our flagship show on our Twitch profile and our aggregate feed over at geekyantics.net forward slash podcasts. So don't forget all the intro and outro uh, music is provided by Technoax. Uh, that's Techno with a K. Technoax.com. Um, so go check him out. He's got some pretty good stuff. Um, Yogi, 
You want to tell everybody where you can be found at, sir? I'm Yogizilla everywhere. Make sure you follow me on Twitter. That's probably the best place to reach me. Uh, Xbox Live, Steam. Spent quite a lot of time in there. I'm on Tumblr, uh, Facebook. Make sure you check out our Facebook page, uh, geeky, uh, facebook.com forward slash geeky antics. Our YouTube channel is the same thing, geeky antics. And leave us those iTunes reviews. I can't say it enough. Uh, I know I'm not a big Apple person. I'm always bashing Apple. But I realize that is the main place people go to podcast. So we like to get more people information about what we do, what we're really about. And, you know, share why you love us or what drives you crazy about us. Like, Tim Curry is like, I'm confused by what you do. I don't understand it. That's, you know, then we can we're work all on confused, it. confused, Tim. Give us, some, give us some constructive criticism, then we can work on mm-hmm. it. Don't just say you suck. I mean, that's fine, but give us some context. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> how about... Cam would, there you go. Cam, would oh, you I, tell everybody where they can uh, reach you at if they want to play some games with you? Oh, just, uh, well, I'm on Twitch. I just set up a, an account the last week, so slowly but surely I'm getting there. But they can catch me on uh, YouTube, you know, just some little fanboy fun videos, whatever. Uh, the Tyrone Harris, all one word. About it. Oh, cool. But guys, if you guys listening to us on allgames.com, you say yours, Yogi? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yogi's still everywhere. It'll be one X2 everywhere. Yeah. You guys listening to us on allgames.com, the Deck Pixel Live Power Ranking Show is followed up by the Knuckleballer Radio at its new time at Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern. Be sure to hang out in chat for the live chat button and just say, hey, what's up? Now, remember, our friends at B-Team Podcast are now on Tuesday at 9 p.m. Eastern on our unofficial sister network, All Games Radio Network. But, guys, from us at Horseplay Live and GeekyAntics.net, I'm Obi-Wan-X2. Over there, that crazy guy over there, sorry, is the Yogi Zilla man himself. We'll see you guys next week. Word. Later.
that coffee down. Colin, all film fans, want to add a little more fun to your podcast diet? Well, why not listen to the 365 Flicks podcast? We're the lads from Smallville, UK. We love to bring you the latest news, our own special brand of meaningless movie nonsense, as well as a bunch of top fives you really won't care about. I'm Kev. I'm Chris. We're pissy. We're fanboys. We're having another beer. We're the 365 Flicks podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, iTunes, Podomatic, and many, many others. Also look for us on musingsofageek.com and wickedradionetwork.com. Sick of listening to all those overpaid movie critics? Then tune in to the 365 Flicks podcast, your vocal heroes of pissy opinion. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.